the peak lock-in effect looks to be behind us based on a lot of data points, which creates reasons for consumers and especially home buyers. And we know that most sellers turn into home buyers. There's reasons to be optimistic heading into 2024. I'm going to break all those data points down next. And before I get started, if you learn something from this video, you get some value out of it, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell for notifications. If you want to talk about how the lock-in effect might change your real estate plans for 2024, click on the link in the comments to schedule a call with our team. So Lance Lambert over at the Resi Club Analytics website, it's, uh, it's one of the best reads in my view about the housing market that's out there, did a really nice job breaking down the lock-in effect and why there's a clear data point that indicates the worst may be behind us. So it's called the listing deficit statistic. And what this means, it represents how many fewer new listings compared to the same month in 2019 came to the market. So this is not active inventory. These are brand new listed homes. So they have to hit the market during that month. And this time in 2022, for the month of November, that's what we're looking at here, we saw a deficit of over 73,000, 73,968 new listing deficit compared to 2019. In 2023, we saw a listing deficit of 51,886. So you're looking at roughly 22,000 more new listings came to the market in November. And historically, that's a slow month. We don't see a lot of people putting their homes on the market in November, which is a great indicator that the lock-in effect could be easing for a lot of people right now. And I know a lot of buyers are feeling this. We're going to put up a chart here to give you an idea what the deficit versus the surplus will look like. Um, I sent it to Nick. He's going to put it up right now. So you can see that our peak deficit months were really at the middle to end of 2022 and most of 2023. So this is exciting news for anybody that's thinking about transacting over the next 6, 12, even 18 months. But there's more. The Federal Reserve came out and said last month, hey, we're looking at three rate decreases in 2024. Right now, if you look at the CME group and their statistics of the likelihood of a rate increase or decrease at the next Federal Reserve meeting, which is about a month from now, we're at an 87.1% probability nothing changes, which is good. And believe it or not, a 12.9% chance there's a rate decrease in, at the February meeting. That's pretty incredible that that could be happening right now, given the climate that we're just coming out of. Obviously, you want to monitor this. I'd be surprised if the Federal Reserve made a rate decrease at the next meeting. The good news is that they're not talking about rate hikes anymore. This is really taking hold in the mortgage market where we're seeing the 30-year fixed local quotes in our market in the greater Philadelphia area at 6.25% heading into the end of the year. These are amazing numbers considering we were at 8% rates in November. So all of a sudden, we've got way more affordability. Buyers can afford a ton more property. There's Many signs showing that inventory is increasing, and we saw that here locally as well with an 18.5% increase in active listings in the month of November as well. We don't have the December data yet. And on top of that, Lawrence June, the NAR chief economist, is expecting potentially a 30% increase this year in active inventory, which will be amazing. And I'll double down once more on the reasons to be optimistic here. Philadelphia 
was just named by the National Association of Realtors. I'm talking about the whole Philadelphia metro area as one of the top 10 growth markets in the country. And that's based on factors like strong job growth, affordability for first-time home buyers, more sellers coming to the market, a decline in remote workers, an increase in wage growth. All of these things are pointing towards what could be a very different housing market than we saw in 2023, where it was tight. You couldn't find homes for sale. It was certainly easier to sell a home than to buy a home. But now if more buyers are coming to the market and affordability is going to be higher and more sellers are going to be there because the buyers had already been there. Let me be clear. The demand's been there. But if more sellers are coming to the market to satisfy that buyer demand, that creates a whole lot of healthy commerce in the housing market in 2024. So what does all this mean? What I'm clear on is this. Waiting till the spring will be a mistake. If you're thinking about transacting, whether you're a seller or a buyer, I would be scheduling meetings with agents now. Agents, plural. I'd be talking to them, getting their outlook, getting the most recent sales data so you can have a plan in place because if you're dependent on finding the right home, which a lot of people are, to making a move, you don't want to be flat-footed when that opportunity arises. And I anticipate we see a busier first quarter than what we've seen in years because of the pent-up demand, the favorable rate climate, and this newfound optimism and lack of hawkish language from the Fed that puts fear into the market. All of these things are going to be great for people that want to transact. So if you've got questions, like I said, schedule a call with our team in the comments using the link, and we'll be back next week.